Chut, chut, guys. Welcome to a very special episode of Tuscan Radio. A special bonus episode. Um, I mentioned... I, I think I said this on Friday's podcast when I was doing the uh, news show and talking about the Revenge of the Sith movie that there might be a trailer for the Book of Boba Fett this week. And if there was, I'd be doing a very special episode on that. No, I didn't say that on that one. I said that on another Marvel podcast in regards to tomorrow's Morbius trailer. Sorry about that. Yes, and there is going to there will probably be a podcast dropping tomorrow night also on the an, another Marvel podcast feed about the uh Morbius trailer that that we're going to But we're not here to talk about the Morbius trailer. We're here to talk about the Boba Fett trailer. Uh yeah. And it was great. It was great. I wasn't expecting a trailer so soon. I I, I say soon like it's you know, not less than two months until the show premieres. Um, but I was expecting us to get a trailer next Friday for Disney Plus Day. That's what I was expecting. Because um, you guys know, I, I've been talking, I think we'll be getting uh, a first teaser for Andor, a special look at Kenobi. Not a full trailer for Kenobi, but like what I said was that I think it's going to be very similar to last year's Disney Investor Day Marvel presentation. Where we got um, the second trailer for WandaVision. For the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we got the first we got the first trailer, a poster, and the release date. For Loki, we got a release window and like a three-minute clip. But it, it was more of a trailer they just called a clip. And there was a special look at What If and a sizzle reel for Ms. Marvel. So my prediction that we, it was that we were going to get a Boba Fett trailer, which I, I think now we, we might get like a featurette or something, which I, I, I'm honestly not that sure about because we're getting that full length Under the Helmet, the Legacy Boba Fett documentary next Friday. We're getting that. We know that there's going to be the... Um, uh, and then I'm expecting, you know, an Andor trailer and release date. My guess is early March for Andor. Uh, we'll get a real, we'll get something for Kenobi. We're going to get some sort of Kenobi footage and probably maybe a sizzle, like a, a sizzle reel of the Bad Batch season two, and then maybe some images and a little featurette for the Mandalorian season three updates on, um, we'll probably get updates on Ahsoka. They'll, they might confirm the, uh, Hayden Christensen casting, which I mean, I, I don't know if they will. Cause they never confirmed any of the castings for Mandalorian season two last year. They never confirmed, um, Cobb Vanth, Timothy Oliphant as Cobb Vanth. They never confirmed, uh, Kate, Katie Sackoff as Bo-Katan Kreese. They never confirmed, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, Tim Morrison as Boba Fett. They never confirmed any of those things. It's just like we saw them in the show. And given the fact that they did announce, and, and we'll, don't worry, we, we, we will absolutely get fully into all this Boba Fett stuff, but given the fact that they did announce at Disney Investor Day last year that Hayden Christensen would be playing Darth Vader in Kenobi, 
you know, I I think he's going to be in five episodes at least of the six. I think there might be like one episode that he's not in, but he's going to be in most of the episodes. Um, but I, I, again, I don't think that Hayden's going to be in Ahsoka for more than three scenes at the absolute most. And then, yeah, so, I mean, there is actually some news we, we, we should talk about first. Um, so there were some, so there was a rumor that broke today. You know, the, the, this rumor was today. Uh, this rumor says that there is a new Star Wars animated series in development. And the series will focus on Darth Maul and the rise of Crimson Dawn. So I think that's actually really interesting. And this has been in development for at least a month. At least a month. Uh, that That's what this person says. So this is from Cinelinks. Uh, the author is Jordan Mason. Um, so this guy has got, so he has two sources. He has two sources. The first one is saying that there's a new Star Wars animated series in development. And the second source is, is telling him that, uh, three Star Wars veteran voice actors were recording for a new project. And those voice actors, in the order that's listed in the article... D. Bradley Baker, of course, is, is all the clones, the Bad Batch, in, in, in all of Star... Uh, in the three animated series where there are clone troopers, he, he voices the clones in all of them. Matt Lanter, Anakin Skywalker, Sam Witwer, Darth Maul. So they're recording something. Um, it, it could... This could be for the Bad Batch Season 2. It's very possible this is Bad Batch Season 2, because we do know that the Bad Batch Season 2 is in development. We, we, we do know that that is in development. Um, but just thinking about this, like, if, if this is a Crimson Dawn series, why would Matt Lanter be there? I'm sh- trying to think, because, you know, it might just be, you know, like, there are some episodes from before or something, because... Maul and Anakin ever meet? I don't know if they ever met. I, I don't think that they ever did meet each other. And maybe, like, this Crimson Dawn show is something that's, like, out of time or something. Like, it's broken up, and that's an idea that we're going to be bringing in the Boba Fett talk l- later on. But, yeah, um, I, I think this is a Darth Maul series. And I think that works r- really well. I think that Dryden Voss will absolutely be a part of it. You guys know that one of my biggest predictions for the Bad Batch was that, and this wasn't true, clearly, uh, that Dryden Voss was going to show up because in that first episode, we saw Caleb Doom and Depa Bilaba, who, who, who we saw in Clone Wars Season 7 as holograms. They, they didn't have lines, but we saw them for like two seconds. It's like, oh, wait. So they had though those models created. I bet they had them created for the Bad Batch. And they're like, you know what? Let's just throw them in the final season of the Clone Wars. And if you remember, we also saw Dryden Voss for like a split second in the Clone Wars season 7. 
And I think that Paul Bettany could w- w- would come back. I really believe that Paul Bettany would come back. Um, and this is what this this uh, review that th- that's what this source says is that I've even heard Paul Bettany is expected to come back to voice Dryden Voss, a character he- he's already mentioned wanting to return to. And of course, you know, Paul Bettany, because some of these Star Wars actors like John Boyega. Uh, they've, they've been saying, like, it's mostly been John Boyega, but like, yeah, you're not going to Disney Plus me. You're not going to Disney Plus me. But Paul Bettany's already done a Disney Plus series. He was Vision in, in WandaVision and reprised that role again in What If. Uh, and, you know, my, my theory is that he, we're, we're going to see him in Armor Wars, but that's not, not the point. That's not the point. But, yeah, uh, I, I think this would be so cool. I think this would be so cool. It would really help fill in the gaps left by the solo movie. It 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 really would. And you guys know I really like that solo movie. I like all the Star Wars movies. I I think there are things to enjoy in all twelve canon films. You know, mostly the eleven live action ones, and of those eleven, the first ten that that were released. I'll let you guys do do the math on what the eleventh most recent Star Wars film is, but, you know, I, I really love all Star Wars, and I, I, I want to see these stories continue, I, I, and this is going to sound bad, it's going to sound bad, but I think it's really sad that if you look at the DCEU, there are so many plot threads that are just abandoned, they're, they're just abandoned, because Warner doesn't know what to do with those characters. We've seen that Disney know, knows what to do with the MCU. They know what to do with Star Wars on television. I want them to like keep doing that. I want them to keep doing Star Wars on TV. I think Star Wars thrives on TV much more than it would in a film. And, and, and I'm just being honest there. I'm being honest there. The Mandalorian is my favorite Star Wars thing I've ever seen. Rogue One's my favorite movie, but The Mandalorian's my favorite Star Wars thing I've ever seen. So, let's talk about the new spinoff. Jordan Mason, of course, we just heard from, also says, he tweeted this today, for what it's worth, I heard from the same people who told me about the trailer today, that hashtag the book of Boba Fett is nine episodes. I've been thinking it's been, it was going to be eight episodes. I've really been thinking that this is going to be another eight episode season, because They've really been treating this for the little pr- pr- promotion we've had, but they've really been treating this in the development stage as if this is The Mandalorian Season 2.5. So much so that um, the episodes will have chapter titles like The Mandalorian has had, but it's not going to be Chapter 1. They're going to do Chapter 17. Now, I don't know if that's true because that was coming from We Got This Covered. So I, I don't think that's true. Um, but if it is, you know, that, that, that would be great. That would be great. Um, but if it's nine episodes, I've got a theory about that. I've, I've got a theory about that. And it relates to the trailer that we're going to go into. Um, about how the nine episode thing could work. You know, Disney Plus has, has already done two shows that are were both nine episodes. WandaVision and What If. What If was supposed to be ten. They had to push... Uh, an episode just to season two just because one of the studios got hit really, really hard with COVID. So, yeah, but let's take a look at this poster. 
let's take a look at this poster that was released today for the Book of Boba Fett. And, and I'll get into that theory about what about a nine-episode thing later on. But, man, I, I love this poster. I really love this poster. I think that, you know, a big problem I have with Marvel posters, and Marvel posters suck. Except for the Eternals posters. The Eternals posters have been really, really good. Um, but Marvel posters suck. Because they, they're just all the same. They're all floating heads. And they just seem like really bad fan art. And, and, and I'll say this. All the posters for The Mandalorian and now The Book of Boba Fett, they've been great. They've been really good fan art. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. But that fo- first poster we got, I love the first poster we got. I thought that was a really, really, really great poster. Um, just that it was so ominous. It had Bulba just sitting on the throne. That that was awesome. That was awesome. But yeah, uh, if you guys have not seen this poster, go and check it out. I, I think I tweeted this out. So go follow us on Twitter at Tuscan Radio Pod. But yeah, this great great poster and another thing uh the trailer did confirm jennifer beals she was that the, the tweet like i'll i'll point her out when we actually go into the trailer but uh this did confirm that she's gonna be in the show i i, I don't know that much about jennifer beals i i don't let's just take a quick look at her imdb Let's take a quick look at it and see what she's done. Jennifer Beals. Uh, all right. Yeah, the book Boba Fett. It's on there. Swamp. She was in Swamp Thing, the DC show. She was in the Taken series. It looks like that's a spinoff of the movie. I don't know. I haven't seen that show. Um. Yeah, seems like a smaller actress. So, yeah. Anyway. So she's going to be in the show. And that's really just all the news. I just went through all the news that we got since I've done the last podcast. Just so we can get right into this trailer. And the Book of Boba Fett also has a landing page now on Disney+. Plus. There is now a landing page. So, if you go to the search bar on Disney+, Plus and type in the Book of Boba Fett, you can click on the show... You can't watch it, of course. It's not out until late next month. But you can get it there. You can add it to your watch list. It's already on, on my watch list. Uh, and we get a new little one-sentence synopsis. No longer just a hired gun, Boba Fett reinvents himself on Tatooine alongside Fennec Shand. Uh, release year 2021, obviously. Starring Tamora Morrison and Ming-Na Wen. So yeah. Uh, now we are going to get into the trailers. We're going to play it through once. And then I'm going to get into a shot-by-shot breakdown. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise.
I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If he had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. So, there we go. There is the trailer. Uh, we are going to run through this now um just we're gonna go frame by frame so let's just let's just get right into it so this uh trailer just starts out here with the sands of tatooine and what i, I really like about this trailer and some people may not appreciate this but it looks like we're not leaving tatooine at all for eight or if you know or eight or nine episodes i'm just gonna say eight or, you know, for this whole season, they're going to stay on Tatooine. I think that's actually really, really interesting. If that is... If, if that is indeed the case. So I'm just going, like, literally frame by frame here. We got one of these, uh... These monks. What are these guys called? I always forget these... Uh... What, what are the monks called? The Bomar. The Bomar monks... You can see the little brain in there. Uh, I always thought these guys looked cool. I always thought that these guys looked really, really cool. Um, they look great in Return Jedi. Yeah, and I mean, it just feels like Jabba. It, it really does. It just feels like Jabba. So he's like, I'm not a bounty hunt hunter anymore. Or he just says, I'm not a bounty hunter. Uh, he just, you know... It's the helmet from this little droid here. It looks like... Is that a pit droid? Looks like a pit droid. He, he looks a lot better. He, he looks a lot better than when we saw him in those last couple episodes of season two. A lot of the scarring is gone. Yeah. Could be, it could be Bacta. I, I, I saw one person say this might be a Bacta. Um, I mean, you know, they're used to caring for, for Jabba, so... You know, they got to care for, for, for Boba. And I'm sure that's a lot easier than caring for Jabba the Hutt. Just puts on the helmet. Looks awesome. It's got the dent there. I... I know I... I, I know that I didn't like this about a year ago when, when, when we first heard about the... um, Like, when we first saw the repainted armor in... um In Chapter 15, The Believer, in Season 2, Episode 7. 
this armor is really growing on me. The the repainted look. I I I I like it a lot, especially now that it it is a little bit more scuffed up. It's a little bit bit more. Um, there's a bit more scuffing on it. It, it. it looks better. It looks more like what Boba Fett should look like, in my opinion. And it's sort of the same transformation that we've seen of uh, Din Djarin's armor throughout the two seasons of The Mandalorian. With, you know, because the first two episodes of the show, he's got the other armor. He gets the new one in, in, episode, in chapter three, The Sin. And then we've just seen that get more and more scuffed up throughout the last season and a half, almost two seasons. So yeah, I like that a lot. I like that we're getting seeing that here with Boba Fett. Really like this new Lucasfilm logo for the series. Um, it's Boba Fett colors. You know, like we've waited for this for so long. We we've waited so long for a Boba Fett project. This was one of the movies that like Disney first put in development was the Boba Fett spinoff movie. Uh, we we heard heard a lot about it. Josh Trank was gonna be in, was gonna be the director, and then they had like a little sizzle reel ready for it, and he just didn't show up to the celebration, and they canceled the project once they were like, oh wait, Fant Forstick. Fant Forstick is um. Is is something? So then, yeah, and we're getting this now, and I'm sure this is much better than any sort of Josh Trank Star Wars movie. I really like the the new look of this the the look of this town. I really like it. It reminds me a lot of that little uh outpost on Arvilla Seven from the first episode of The Mandalorian, where he finds Grogu and he has that showdown with uh where he fights alongside IG Eleven. It looks awesome. That that's what this reminds me. Of. I, I I know it's not. Arvilla 7, as I said, I don't think we're leaving Tatooine in the series. But then again, this trailer might just be... Like, remember last year? It was like, like we got to the end of uh, Chapter 12, The Siege, and it's like... We've seen everything from the trailer. We've seen everything. And then the last half of the season was, like, awesome. I think if, if it's eight episodes, if this is an eight-episode season... I think all of this is from the first two. I think all this is from the first two. And that seems really, or maybe even just the first episode. You know, it, it seems like this is all from the very beginning of the show. And I really love that. That's what they're doing um, with, with, these, with these shows now. Is It's like, let's just make it as, it as much of a surprise as we possibly can. And I love that, because then we get to the end of episode two, and it's like, we have no idea what's coming next. We have no idea what we're getting for the rest of the season. It, it's all new. It is all new, and I love it a lot. We got people just like, it, this scene reminds me here, this scene where they're just, where they got these two people, and one of them's got that uh, rebel trooper uh, hat, I guess. It, I've never known. Is that a helmet or a, or a hat? Because it looks like it's a helmet, but it doesn't really protect your head from anything. This reminds me a lot. This shot right here reminds me a lot of that, of that shot from the, uh, first trailer we ever saw for the Mandalorian 
at D23 2019. You can go back and look at it and you can see Din, he, he walks into this, he, he walks into this, like, um, like wherever we saw Grief Karga on uh, Navarro. And then he, and then you just see all these people, all these patrons trying to look at him. Like some of them are in disgust, some of it's in wonder. And it, it's like, that's what we're, we're getting here. But these people, these people of Tatooine, they, they might probably like, they probably know the story of Boba Fett. Oh, oh, or, or maybe it's like, they've heard the story of what happened with Cobb Vanth. And they heard that whole thing, and they know Cobb Vanth, and they're like, that's Cobb Vanth's armor. So they might think this is Cobb Vanth. Again, I still think that's very possible that Cobb Vanth is in this show. I think it's very possible that we see Timothy Oliphant come back, because I really thought that we, that we were going to see him in the season finale last year. I, I really thought that we were, we were going to see him again, because like, at the end of that episode, uh, Chapter 9, The Marshal, Din just goes, until our paths cross. And Cobb's like, until our paths cross. And by the way, I pre-ordered my uh, Cobb Vanth Black Series figure. Like, it was the Cobb Vanth figure and the Kenobi figure. It's like, alright, now I'm done. I'm, I'm done for a while. Because it's like, these are the last two I really, really, really want. I'm getting the Kenobi one this week from GameStop. I'm getting the Cobb Vanth ones when I'm in the summer. So, yeah. So then we got this, uh, I, I don't, it's an Ethorian, I think. No, they used to be called, um, I don't remember. But, you know, I've seen some theories that this guy could be Doc Ondar, who was referenced in Solo. He's the character at Galaxy's Edge. Um, he looks different, but then, you know, this is 25 years, give or take a few, before... Uh, Galaxy's Edge, like, b before we see him. And we know that he's a crime lord. Or a, a, a gangster. So, that is something I, I really like. The idea of that. And I absolutely do think that we are going to see Galax some Galaxy's Edge things return in, on screen, in live action. I, I really think that's a possibility. I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's going to be soon, but you, you guys know. You guys know. There's going to be an episode of The Mandalorian. It might be like season four or something. Where he's got to like go. He like crash lands on Bat 2 or something. He's got to deal with that stuff. And that might probably be the worst episode of the whole show. He'll be like, and Dave's going to be like, yeah, we didn't really want to make that episode. It, it was. Now it was just something from the guys at Disney, they, they wanted that, you know, but it, it'll be fine, it'll be fine, if, if that happens, if that happens, but this guy, I, I think it might be Doc Ondar, because I, this trailer, it's like the godfather in the Star Wars universe, but I'm getting a lot of solo vibes, I, I'm getting a lot of, like, solo feelings, like, that's how this trailer feels to me, because it's a spinoff of an existing character, we, I, I, you guys know that the Boba Fett and Han Solo movie, like, if, if everything went according to plan at first, where we got the Solo movie, and then a Boba Fett movie, you, you know there was gonna be, like, a Solo 2, where they were gonna, like, have to fight each other, you know, you know that was gonna happen, it would've been great to see, 
Like, what if we see Han in this show? I, I don't know if that's likely. I don't know if that's likely. Uh, just because we know where Han is at, at this point in his life, he's off with the New Republic. But, I, I'd really love to see Han Solo and Boba Fett, uh, meet up in live action. Especially if it's, like, Tim Morrison and old, and, like, they, you know, because, like, we've got that de- the de-aging effects. Like, they age up Alden Ehrenreich a bit. I think that'd be really cool. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, but, yeah, uh, this could be Dakondar or not, but we don't know. Okay, this city right here reminds me a lot of Jetta City. Of course, you know, it's not Jetta City, because Jetta City's been destroyed for uh, nine, ten years, again, because it's confusing, because you know it's like five years after Return Jedi, and you gotta think, all right, how many years after Return Jedi, or how many years before Return of the Jedi is Rogue One? It's four years. Again, like, this could, this could be three weeks after Din and Grogu meet up. It could be a year and a half. We really don't know. We we really do not know. Um. So yeah, somewhere between it's been it's somewhere between nine and eleven years after the destruction of Jedi City, and I hope there's like a book, eventually like lays it out, and I hope it's easy. Just like, The Mandalorian season two is a year after season one, and I don't I I don't think that this. That this show, and this is a show that could jump around in time a lot. And I'm going to get to that later. But I think that the main part of this show is going to be a little bit. I think it's going to be about maybe two weeks after the Mando Season 2 credit scene. But we don't know how long after that credit scene. Like, did Boba Fett and Fennec Shan go straight there after, you know, getting... The Mando crew to uh, Gideon the Star Destroyer? Or, you know, did they take their time? Did they sort of build up their strength again? Like, what did they do? Um, and I hope that we find out. I hope we get, like, a definitive answer about the timeline of these Mandalorian shows. But I, I love the aesthetic of the city. I really want to see more of Tatooine. Like, the Marshal, Ch- Chapter 9, the Marshal really is the first thing to make me care about Tatooine. So I feel like that was the first time we actually saw what it's like to live on Tatooine, and it's like, that, that looks cool. And there, There's a lot of history, a lot of lore behind that planet. And I love, like, because it's always been just Mos Eisley. We're going back to Mos Eisley, and the fan members we saw Mos Espa. During the Mandalorian, we see Mos Pelgo. I want to, like, I'm sort of thinking that, like, Mos Espa is, like, the main city on Tatooine. Sort of what I'm thinking. I don't think we ever really saw Mos Espa. Um, but yeah, I I love this city. It's it's huge. It's huge. I can't wait to, to see more of it. Really can't. <gasps> I'm looking at a ship. I'm I'm looking at a ship. I'm paused at 34 seconds in. There there's a ship up there. Uh, looks like it could be a, a, a Razor Crest. I'm gonna try and enhance it a little bit. Uh, 
it could be it could be a razor crest but i'm gonna say it's not just because like oh well i mean of course it can't be, be the razor crest because the razor crest was de destroyed forgot about that <laughs> yeah the razor crest was, was blown up in the boba fett episode last season so it's definitely definitely not that all right so now we get the shot of boba's throne they got the rancor heads on the side which i never noticed until now i never noticed the rancor heads there and then the text up here uh, translates to Boba Fett. It's some sort of Sith language. It translates to Boba Fett. It's just a funny strike. It's just a funny strike. It doesn't mean anything. Like, don't ask, why did Jabba have... Why did Jabba have the... Have Boba's name on the throne? It's just a fun lily strike. Like, Star Wars has, has always had. It doesn't mean anything. Jabba ruled with fear. I love these guys. I love these guys. We got um, these. This shot, this scene actually reminds me a lot of. Um, we have you four to one. I I I, I like those odds. I that that's what this reminds me a lot of. And I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. But yeah, I wonder what these guys are. So maybe these are sort of like remnants of Jabba's palace or something. I mean, we saw. We, in that credit scene, we saw Gamorrean guards. So maybe, like, the first... All right, so I'm... Episode 2. I know it's episode 1. What happened episode 1? I'll get to that. I think episode 2. This is the first scene. Okay? This is going to be the first scene in episode 2. And it's going to be leading up. The first sequence of episode 2 is going to be leading up to the credit scene that we saw at the end of season, at the end of season two, the Mandalorian where he sits in the throne and this right here, he's just fighting. He, he and Fennec are fighting these guards. Now, you know, it's been five years since return Jedi. Maybe Jawa's palace has had some renovations done. Like maybe bit before Tuna was like, Dewana Wango, let's change some stuff up. <laughs> and then, you know, and then the, the lighting is a lot better, but we don't really know. We don't know. It doesn't look like a Jabba's palace, but given the fact that there are these smuggler guys here and the Gamorrean guards, it leads me to, to believe these guys have something to do with Jabba the Hutt. To rule with respect. Love that. Love that so much. Um, Alex from Star Wars Explained in his breakdown brought up that... It seems like, you know, they're sort of doing a Boba Fett Thrawn type thing. Where when Timothy Zahn created the character of Thrawn, he was like, this guy's going to be methodical. He's going to be much more thoughtful of a person. Sort of the opposite of Tarkin and Vader and some of the other guys. It, I really love the direction that they're taking the Boba Fett character. I love the direction that they're taking that this character now. So, yeah, I I love it a lot. He takes off the helmet. It is insanely awesome. It's awesome. Love this character now. I I always liked Boba Fett. I always liked Boba. Um, but he just ne never did that much in the movies. He never did that much. And I'm really glad. Like that episode last season is like. This guy is awesome. This guy is awesome. So, super, super excited for that.
ex- streaming exclusively on Disney Plus. And honestly, the the first thing I said when I saw that credit scene, we just saw him sitting there. I just go, he's a crime boss. He's he's a crime lord now. Like, and, and honestly, that was my actual reaction to seeing that credit scene the morning of December eighteenth, twenty twenty. That was a great day. That was a really great day. Um, I've missed these live-action Star Wars shows. Like, Bad Batch was great. Visions was great. And this is something I realized also with the Marvel stuff this year, and I've been covering that on another Marvel podcast, is, like, What If was good. I I didn't love What If. It was It was fine. It was very hit or miss for me. Like, I loved some episodes. I hated some episodes. But the there's just something about live action. There's something about live action that makes it feel more important. And the Clone Wars, I always, say, I, I always have to say this. The Clone Wars is what made me a Star Wars fan. I absolutely love the Clone Wars. But... I'd much prefer to get live action than animation. And again, I thought the animation was great in The Bad Batch. I I don't think less of The Bad Batch because it's an animated series. I'm just saying, I prefer to have live action. Because it feel to me, live action feels more like Star Wars because that's how the movies are. That's how, how the movies are. So, yeah. Love this great shot right here of Jabba's Palace. I love it. I love it so much. The cinematography in this show is gonna be great. So, so she's like, "You guys are all, you guys are all captains under Jabba." Uh, yeah, these guys all look new. This guy could, could be Bosk. I hope it'd be cool if that's Bosk. It'd be cool if that's Bosk. Um. Got some Klaatuinians who we saw in Chapter 4, Sanctuary, Mandalorian. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Tim Morrison voice is so much fun to do, I think. Love this shot up here of them, of Boba and Fennec on uh, Jabba's suite. I, I love that. I love it. Every galaxy. Okay, he, here's the shot. This is when I, my full theory is going to come into focus. If this is indeed nine episodes. I believe this shot is the first shot of the series. I think this is the first shot of the series. Because we can see that these Tuscan Raiders have darker robes. They have darker robes. They're in a sandstorm. They look very similar to the robes that Boba Fett wears in Chapter 9, The Marshal, and Chapter 14, The Tragedy. Before he, he gets his full armor back for the last episode of the, of the season. They look very similar to that. I think the first episode of this series is going to span about five years. And that's going to be the first episode. It's going to span five years because we, we need to see... Boba Fett get out of the Sarlacc pit. I think that's something as Star Wars fans that we need to see. Oh, maybe 
maybe this isn't the first shot of the series, but like maybe it's like the first one we get like after the uh the title card, the Book of Boba Fett. You know, may maybe the first scene of the show they like reshot and recreated uh that scene from Return of the Jedi. How cool would that be? How cool would that be if like that's the first shot of the series, the first scene they just recreated that. We got the Book of Boba Fett, chapter seventeen or chapter one or whatever. And then we get into this. And then, like, we see Boba, like, get back. See him get back from the, uh, from what happened with the Tusken Raiders or the Jabba's Palace and the Sarlacc Pit. I think that would be really cool. And then that's the first episode. And then the last eight, it'll be like the first episode is a movie. That's what it's going to feel like. It's going to feel like the first episode is a movie. Much like what we got with the Bad Batch this summer, where we got like a 70-minute premiere episode that then led into the rest of the season. So, yeah. But I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be really, really great. If we get that, and if we don't get that, you know, whatever. And then, like, everything else that we're seeing in this trailer is from episode two. I think that, you know, we see Fennec and Boba... They go to this guy who I'm just gonna call Doc Ondar because that's who because that's who I think it might be is it, it might be Doc Ondar. And he's like, I'm not gonna help you unless you get the other Java captains. And then we get that and we are like, you gotta do so something for us. You know, it'll be like very Mandalorian. Hopefully not. I ho- hopefully not. The Mandalorian should be the Mandalorian, the book of Boba Fett should be the book of Boba Fett. So yeah, let's keep on going. What was the line? Hang on. Every galaxy. Why why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? So it's this shot right here of the Twi'leks. And this is uh, Jennifer Beale? No, no, not Jennifer Beale, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's Jennifer Beale, I, I believe. Um... This is the shot that reminds me the most of Solo. Cause Solo is the only of the is the only one of the Disney Star Wars movies where, where we see Twi'leks. It's the only one where we see Twi'leks. Uh, unless there's some like hidden secret Twi'lek in The Rise of Skywalker, which I don't think there is. I don't think there is. But the Twi'leks in Solo were very like sort of like fancy looking uh upper tier and that's really just how I'm feeling with these two that that we're seeing um it just reminds me a lot of solo so that that's just my that's just my my own thing like the the aesthetic of this show the aesthetic it, it feels a lot like solo while having the aesthetic that we've seen the present be set for in the first two seasons of the Mandalorian we'll all get rich Every galaxy is underworld. There is the Slave One. Slave One is awesome. This guy just goes, what prevents all from killing you? Fennec and Bobo look at each other. It's awesome. I love this shot right here. Because it seems in this trailer, in this trailer, like Boba Fett, he's a good person. He's a good person. But no, he's still just doing what he wants to do. He's still a crime lord. He is... He may not be a bounty hunter, but he's still, but by no means a good person. I think that he, he's a better person now 
and he he still has that creed that we've seen um that we saw him have in the Mandalorian season two, but I really love just this shot of the mun of the coin spilling out of his helmet. I love that a lot. I love that a lot. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. When I first saw this tra- trailer, and this is a short trailer, it's like a minute. This trailer is not is not not even like a hundred seconds long. I don't think. Uh, it's not it's not even a hundred seconds. It, it's just over a hundred seconds long. But it's like it seems very quiet, you know. It it does it doesn't really seem like the type of show that they said we they said that we were getting. But and then you're gonna be like, don't they they, they never promises that. We heard this show is gonna be all killer no filler. We also heard is me like imagine a full season of chapter fourteen, the tragedy of how action packed that was. So I was expecting you know, like a full like action. Series, but this is, I think, maybe my eighth or ninth time watching this trailer now. It's grown on me a lot. It's grown on me a lot, and I'm so excited. For, I'm so excited for this show next month. Next month, we can say once again that next month we're getting new Star Wars live action content on Disney Plus. It's only one episode that we're getting next month. Starts so a full year of Star Wars on Disney Plus for next year, and I'm so excited for it. That these guys with their, um, this reminds me a lot of in, um, during the final battle of Black Panther, when you got the, when you got, um, Killmonger's Wakandan army, it's like caging in the Dora Milaje with their, like, energy shields, uh, and then you got, uh, the Jabari tribe, led by M'Baku, and just come in and like, uh, Bafta, Yahoo, and this is something that right here, and We've seen technology like this in SARS before. It was in um, Fan Menace with all the gun guns. There's that connection. The action does look great. It looks so visceral. It looks awesome. Boba just cuts this dude in half. If he had spoken such insolence to Java, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please. Speak freely. Oh my god. He just goes, please, speak freely. And he's like, just test me. Just test me once. And I love it. A whole lot. I'm so excited to get this show next month, guys. The Book of Boba Fett. Original series streaming December 29th. Disney Plus. So yeah, that's it, guys. That is the full trailer, the first trailer for the Book of Boba Fett. I decided, you know, like, that's what we're getting. So this is what we're going to be doing for the uh, stuff that we're getting next week. Is it's going to be... We're pro- I'm probably going to do, like, five podcasts next weekend. Honestly, it's going to be, like, five podcasts. Because it's going to be trailer breakdowns for, again, I think... The trailers that we get next weekend are Andor, Kenobi, and The Bad Batch Season 2. There is not enough they've shot to give us something for The Mandalorian. And even if they've if and even if they've shot enough, like even if like they continue this trend of showing us less of like pulling trailer material from less and less episodes, even if they fully shot the first episode already, which is very possible, 
they've been shooting for over a month now. So it's very possible they've got the first two episodes shot. Um, that's exciting to think about. Like, they've already filmed the first episode of The Mandalorian Season 3. Probably. I- I'd say at least the first episodes are wrapped. Considering the production schedule for Seasons 1 and 2, of it being, like, I think five months? If it's been a month, uh, they've probably shot an episode, episode and a half, maybe two, but they've at least shot one, I, I, I think. But anyway, um, I, they, th- that footage is nowhere near completed for, uh, to, to have, have a trailer of it. So I don't think we're getting a trailer for the Mandal, for the Mandalorian season three. I, I don't think that's happening. Um, but yeah, but you know, I think that, in, that next season we're getting trailers for and or Kenobi and Bad Batch Season 2. Maybe announcements for other stuff. I- I'd love to get some new show announcements. This Crimson Dawn series, Finn series, Dr. Aphra series. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, what what do you guys think of the Book of Boba Fett trailer? I I, I loved it. I-, I loved it. Let me know. Uh, tweet at us at Tuscan Radio Pod. If you guys are Marvel fans, make sure to check out another Marvel podcast. We are currently making our way through the Spider-Man movies. And uh, we just finished the Raimi trilogy. We're going to be doing a Morbius trailer breakdown tomorrow. If, if I think that the Morbius trailer has enough in it to warrant its own podcast. Uh, but then, you know, this week we have Eternals coming out in theaters. I can't wait for Eternals. Um, and yeah, so the instant reaction is going up on Thursday night. So check out another Marvel podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Tuscan Radio Pod. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That really does help out the show. And when I want you to, to speak your mind, guys, and let me know what, what you think of the show, please speak freely.